Hi, word nerds and history geeks. You're tuned in to say what? 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 What's up with the word tomboy? Is it even politically correct to say it anymore? Without turning this into a gender studies episode, we're going to learn where the word comes from, how it came to be and what it did, and if it means the same thing today. And we're also going to go through the various translations because, yes, tomboys are everywhere and every country has its own nuanced definition or way of saying it. And you may be surprised to learn that, well, it's a little more complex than just sex, gender constructs and whether you wear skirts and climb trees. So let's deconstruct this. I'm Jo Vraka. I write books and I argue about words all the time. And each episode, I'm going to rub shoulders with the glitterati of the English language, where we'll learn that some of the more colourful and even basic words that we use every day have very un-English origins. Where do words come from? Who came up with them? Who polices them? And what is the secret history of words that we use every day? Let's find out. When I was a kid in a little country town in the middle of nowhere, actually, in Australia. I wanted nothing more than to be a boy. I mean, seriously. I'm not talking about transitioning or anything like that. But I grew up a Sicilian girl with medium-hued skin, a foreign first language, and very traditional parents. And let's face it, the sexual revolution had not quite made it to the small country town where I grew up. Not yet. I loved cooking, even when I was six and seven. But all of the other stereotypes thrown at me, those were just the worst. I didn't want to clean or embroider or read the rosary with my mum. I just wanted to hunt and get dirty. I was a tomboy. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, a tomboy is a girl who acts and dresses like a boy. And the Collins Dictionary? Well, they say that a tomboy is an energetic, sometimes boisterous girl whose behaviour and pursuits, especially in games and sports, are considered more typical of boys than girls. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the word tomboy also has connotations of rudeness and impropriety. You know, boys are rude and crude and girls are ladies and genteel, right? Given that we're in the 21st century, it feels like the concept of the tomboy is completely outdated. But is it? A tomboy characteristically wears what would be considered masculine clothing. No makeup and can be seen digging for worms and with mud on her face rather than shopping with the girls. It's different to say when Catherine Hepburn wore pants and suits in the 40s. That was just androgynous dressing, utilitarian dressing for the war era. So what's the difference? It's mostly the behaviour that differentiates androgyny from tomboy. But, you know, even talking about this is giving me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, given where, where we are now, for a large number of women, that means post-sexual revolution, girls can do anything and be anything and wear anything and jump in dirty puddles or fish for tadpoles and climb trees, catch mice in the chicken coop, play soccer and... Oh, wait, am I just telling you about my childhood? <laughs> So should the word be retired or does it still offer us a glimpse into another time that kind of still exists now? 
The first written use of the word tomboy goes as far back as 1567 in the play Ralph Royster Doister by Nicholas Udall. Ralph Royster Doister, thought to be the first English language comedy ever written, is a typical rom-com with a side of sexual innuendo and some attempt at abduction. I won't go into the plot, it's not really relevant. But Shakespeare also featured cross-dressing women who, among other things, chose to fight in wars. I mean, they pretended to be men, although never going so far as to, you know, cut off their hair because they were still maidens, of course. Shakespeare used this convention of a woman pretending to be a man to give female characters more freedom because, look, the Elizabethan era was not known for its openness for women. So a female character who dressed and behaved like a man, you know, a tomboy, was able to say what they wanted and their advice was respected. Think about Portia in The Merchant of Venice. She's beautiful and trapped. She's passively waiting for a suitor. But by transforming into a man, she's able to exhibit her intelligence, which is not afforded to her normally as a damsel. Literature and pop culture have played with the trope for centuries. More recently, well, 1942, if you want to call that recent, in Enid Blyton's classic Five on Treasure Island, the character George Kieran her full name is Georgina, she says, I shall only answer if you call me George. I hate being a girl. I won't be. I don't like doing the things that girls do. I like doing the things that boys do. Tomboy became a sort of code word to represent girls who wanted to be more boisterous, which was an alternative to the predominant feminine culture of the day. And Tomboy became its own literary and silver screen genre, featuring characters like Joe in Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. And let's not forget Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. She's certainly a tomboy in comparison to her sister Sansa. She's headstrong, feisty, independent. She hates traditional female pursuits and is often mistaken as a boy. So yeah, tomboys from way back. Let's talk about etymology. So who put the Tom in tomboy? Back in the 16th century, the name Tom was considered the average man, you know, like Tom, Dick or Harry or the average Joe. Tom was just an every man word. The Oxford Dictionary of Etymology says it was related to the terms Tom Fool, which meant buffoon. And later the word Tom was used to indicate maleness. So think about, you know, Tomcats. In fact, If you look up the name Tom in any baby name website, you might find this. Tom, you live a risk-filled, thrill-seeking or hedonistic lifestyle. You state your needs and opinions clearly for others to take notice. You tend to be aggressive when pushed. But another origin has been suggested for the word tomboy. Could the word Tom actually derive from the verb to tumble? Or in Saxon, tumbere, Danish, tumla. French, tombe. Is it possible that tomboy actually derives from tumboy, which indicates being rough and tumble? But even before the term was penned in the 16th century, it was actually a pejorative label for a bold or a modest woman, you know, a harlot. By 1592, the word was applied to a girl who acted like a spirited or boisterous boy, and that's been its meaning ever since. But how did tomboy become an everyday term, and why was it popularised? 
In the late 19th to early 20th century, feminist author Charlotte Perkins Gilman advocated for female economic independence, as well as the benefits of being a tomboy, which included health and physical fitness, you know, running, weightlifting, jumping, pole vaulting. And playground advocate Joseph Lee said that tomboyism was a critical phase in physical development. Even Good Housekeeping ran a feature in 1916 titled Your Girl at Play, inspiring mums to encourage their daughters to play outside where they could be free, resplendent in their healthful vigour with a wise outlet for every girlish impulse. That should be Your Girl at Play, play that prepares her little by little to burst from girlhood into womanhood like a beauteous nymph from the sea. Say what? Published in 2008, the book Tomboys, a literary and cultural history by Michelle Abate, refers to tomboyism as a code of conduct that stressed proper hygiene, daily exercise, comfortable clothing and wholesome nutrition. I mean, that doesn't sound bad, right? Not for any gender. So those early tomboys, the ones encouraged to play in the playground and get dirty, were a response in part to the Victorian era, when women were meant to be pious and submissive, they wore girdles and bustles that restricted their movement and they were seen as frail. Here's the fun part. The idea of getting girls to be more active and be more like boys, well, there was a much bigger agenda. Have a listen. The Victorian era women who were, you know, frail, were actually frail. And it was said that it was leading to a decline in birth rates. So the tomboy was being cheered as strengthening the female physique. While some were opposed to tomboys because they were a detriment to making babies, I'll talk about that in a moment, others suggested that by treating daughters like sons, parents would build stronger girls, which was perfect for bearing the nation's strong boys in years to come. As Good Housekeeping said, your girl's work tomorrow, which we all hope may be motherhood, depends in no small measure upon her play today. Did you just roll your eyes? I did. But, and there is a but, because encouraging tomboys also came with a risk. The risk that a girl would have such a lark slipping through to the much greener grass on the other side that she would not end up wanting to get married and having babies, and even worse, might turn into a lesbian. Remember Joseph Lee, the playground advocate? He recommended that the tomboy face should be restricted to the ages of 8 to 13, just in case it led to any later unsavoury behaviour. Oh my goodness gracious! Even feminist author Charlotte Perkins Gilman, who wrote the novel Herland, where the women choose not to have children, suggested that tomboys should only be encouraged until it was time to be feminine. You know, to be married off and get knocked up because there was a time to be a tomboy and a time to stop being a tomboy. And it's so true. You only have to look to Joe in Little Women and Laura Ingalls in Little House on the Prairie and my favourite, Calamity Jane. They were all spirited tomboys until a man came along to make an honest woman out of each of them. Calamity. Why, she's beautiful. What's what happened to her? <laughs> Looks like Calamity's been holding out on us, carrying concealed weapons. 
How come all these glutes want to dance with me? But that shindig down at Hogan Stable, none of them come around. I didn't know. Spent most of the night chatting with the mules. <laughs> That's what I've been telling you all this time. Look better in a dress. So why do tomboys have to grow up, I guess, and become feminine? Is it because tomboys are cute and healthy, but tom men are just unlovable? Well, no. Think of Susie Myerson in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Set in the 50s, Susie is certainly not typical of women of that time and is a stark contrast to Midge Maisel. She dresses like a man in trousers and suspenders, wears utilitarian shoes, doesn't wear a lick of makeup, doesn't give a damn about fashion, swears like a sailor and can outcrass a pair of hitmen. You send tough guys, I take down tough guys. You borrow us from clubs, I get us back in those clubs. You put up walls, I tear them down. You threaten her, you threaten me. You threaten me, I'll punch your fake tits so hard your real tits will feel it. Count on it. Hey, what part of I'm in here taking a shit don't you understand? So how has psychology defined the tomboy? There was a fear in the early 20th century where there was great anti-LGB sentiments that tomboys would, you know, turn into lesbians. In fact, in the book of essays from 1995 called Tomboys, Tales of Dyke Daring Do, psychoanalyst Diane Elise's essay noted that she encountered more lesbians who claimed the tomboy description than straight women. And there's another super interesting point that Diane Elise makes in her essay Tomboys and Cowgirls. She talks of girls' disidentification from the mother. So does that mean that tomboys are tomboys just to piss off their mums? Not according to Sigmund Freud and his theory of penis envy. Freud suggested that penis envy is symbolic of the privilege of the male sex. He called it the masculinity complex, which came about due to a woman's castration. Yeah, nah, I'm not getting into that. Not today. So today, has the term tomboy been replaced with non-binary? Do girls opt to change their pronouns so they can avoid the feminine trap? Do we need the tomboy trope anymore? You know, like we've seen in Bend It Like Beckham or Million Dollar Baby? While it's an enduring cultural archetype, isn't today's tomboy just a strong woman who does, wears and says what she wants? In most cultures, today's woman who wears pants is not some weirdo or someone who's rejecting gender norms. Let's face it, Pants are more comfortable, especially in the playground. For us in countries like Australia, the US, UK, most European nations, the term tomboy is no longer used pejoratively, nor should it be used to reflect more positively on a girl's character. We need all traits to make the world go round. Before I go, I wanted to tell you about how the word tomboy is represented in other languages. Here are just a few. Excuse my pronunciations. In Portuguese, Maria Rapaz, which translates to Maria Man. In Croatian, Musco Bungest means manish. In Spanish, Marimacho means butch. French, Garçon Manque, which means failed boy. German, Wildfang, rambunctious child or scamp. In Italian, Maschiaccio, which means a rough or wild boy. In Korean, Malgiwalyangi, minx. In Turkish, Erkek Fatma, which is a male Fatima. In Vietnamese, Ko Gai Di Ni, naughty girl. 
and in Russian, Devchonka Sorvanye, which kind of translates as girl who acts like a boy or girl who acts out. Isn't language mind-boggling? Oh, that's a good one. See you next time. Say What? The podcast was brought to you by me, Joe Vraka. Sound engineering by Jeff Willis. You can follow the show for free on Spotify, Apple, and all your favorite apps. Look for Say What? The podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Say What? The podcast, where I share some of my favorite and sometimes least favorite words. <laughs>